This is an ABC podcast. Fruits and Shoots with Amber and Sabrina. After 9am, here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. And the ABC Listen app. It is indeed Amber Cunningham and Sabrina Hahn, influencer, gardening influencer, who has affected the vocabulary yep. of the state, as we're just learning, as yep. the texts are streaming in. Mm. Sabrina has uh, altered the language, mm. munted. Yep. Munted. It's one of my, my favourite descriptive words. It's a diagnostic tool. The it munt. is indeed. Uh, so if you are munted, you're not going to be looking your best. You'll be you'll be a little bit twisted, uh, uh, bruised, have a, bru- have, certainly have a distorted mind. Spotty. Might have a suspicious rash. Oh, yes. And be a little wrinkly around your edges, <laughs> around the nether regions. That's what munted is for you folks. There is something testicular about the fruit photo that we're looking at. Mm. There you go. I might have lasted four weeks in this job. It's been lovely <laughs> knowing you. Uh, I have enjoyed your company. <laughs> it's been very good fun. And there it was. She lasted yeah. a month. Oh, should we get on to some calls? Oh, all righty. Should we get on to some calls? Hang on, let me just push the call we'll button. Do, we'll do I tell you what, <laughs> let's do two calls and then I'm going to talk about the storm last night because I love yes. storms. Yes, let's do that. So we're about, we'll do what we're paid to do. We'll t- <laughs> We'll munt things. Yes, we'll talk about munted plants. Hello, Sue. <laughs> Sue in Albany. Oh, good morning. Yes, I love that word. It's one of my favourite words. Good girl. Okay. It's very descriptive, isn't it? Like, I love. It is, yeah. I love words that act, that you have a picture in your mind when you hear that word. Yeah, can apply to anything are too. As well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have had a munted haircut <laughs> on occasion. So you sent us a picture of your passion fruit, Sue. I know. It looks nasty. It start, they start out really, really nice and yep. the second lot have, have become that. Yeah, have become munted. Um, yep. Now, you see how you've got speckling and marking on the leaves. So there's sort of white speckled bits on oh. the leaves and the fruit is munted. So when you cut the fruit open... Is it mm-hmm. woody and pithy inside or is there... Oh, I haven't looked. What, the, the munted ones? Yeah, the munted... Oh, sorry, turn your mic. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just go and get one and cut it in half. All right. Um, and while you're listening to the show, um, yep. so that's speckled. So there's a, cup, there's a few things passion fruit get. So there is a leaf hopper, a passion vine hopper, and they actually stick and um, so they scrape and they, they sort of um, suck the sap out of the plant. So uh-huh. uh, out of the leaf tissue. So that can be the leaf hopper or, um, you know, like it's a bug that scratches and sucks. So it's not a chewer, it's a sucker. Um, and then there's a virus that can cause that mottling mm. in the leaf as well. Then there's white fly and thrips. Um mm. And then there's uh, what happens when after the flower formation, if you get insects or a a big downpour of rain or something that affects the cross-pollination, you'll get munted fruit as well. Okay. There's a thing called woody virus. So inside, tell me your fruit. 
inside is all um white and it's got um it's soft to touch. Yep, good. That's and good. And it's and it's um got little um the makings of little fruit, but you know, little sticky. Yeah, bits yeah, of fruit. yeah. Yep. So but it's not very happy. Okay, but that's a good sign because it doesn't sound to me like woody virus. So I think you've got suckers and hoppers on the vine yep. attacking the flower when the flower develops before it's a fruit. So uh-huh. go just I want you to go out and shake the vine. Like get your hands and go shake, shake, shake. Boom, 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 boom. Shake, shake, shake. And okay. if you see things flying out, you'll know you've got the hoppers. So you can use something like pyrethrum. Uh, you can't use oils when it's hot. I don't know what the temp is down in Albany this week. Cold and windy and rainy at the moment. <gasps> oh, We're is all it? coming to your house. Um, oh, yeah, I feel sorry for you guys. But, yeah. the, but the vine, apart from the white mottling, Sue, it doesn't look too bad. Oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, because last year it happened and this year is even worse. And my oh. second vine, my second vine hasn't got it at the moment. Right, okay. I've got a really huge vine that's four years old of the other side. Okay, so oh, the thing then, about okay, well, thank you. the thing about yep. hoppers is they'll transfer virus. So, go, yeah, shake, shake, shake. <laughs> go and shake and see what flies off. Oh, okay. Mm. Thank you, Sue. Now, we said we'd do two Thank calls. Thank you so much, girls. Thanks, you are Sue. so welcome. Thanks for calling. We'd do two Nothing's calls. flying. <laughs> uh, Lisa is in Duncray. Again, it's a eucalyptus issue, I believe. Hi, Lisa. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Hi. Lisa. I have also a munted tree. Oh. Um, yeah, I have a eucalyptus orbifolia. It's only been in the ground a couple of years, so the trunk is still only like two to three centimetres. Yeah. And during the week, it's staked, but during the week it had blown completely over in the oh, easterly. Yeah. And like at a right angle and all the trunk is split. Mm. Um, mm. And I've propped it back up and it yep. doesn't look like it started dying. So I'm just wondering what I should do. Okay. I should even bother trying to wrap it or do something where it's all um, split. The chances of it surviving are probably fairly low. Okay. Um, and I love eucalyptus orbifolia. That's the yeah. one with the round leaf. It's and so it's pretty. And to have flowers. It's oh. got little, anyway, yeah. give it your best shot. Give it your best shot. Yep. So, Lisa, go and get two stakes. Don't stake it to one stake. It needs to move a little bit. Yep. Go and get a bucket of clay, like a little bag or a little bucket of clay, and just gently dig that in around the base because you want something to hold the root system in. You can even mm-hmm. uh, mound it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, because the sand, there's too much, too many air pockets in sand. So you've got to fill those air pockets with a bit of clay. You can even I add a little I bit have of compost. a bag of stuff that like, we put around the bottom of a maple that was kind of clay-like or is this like perfect. hard? Yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. So dig it in, scratch it into the soil and water it well. Do not fertilise it. At all, you could put mix a little bit of compost in with that and stake it, and then water it every second day, but not with Mm -hmm. a big jet of water, with a gentle, you know, rose on the end of your hose. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And no need to tie anything around where it's split or. Uh, You can try to cable tie the split together. Oh yeah. Okay. Cable ties work really well. That's 
That's great. Okay, perfect. I can do all those things. Beautiful. Thank you, Lisa. Now, (laughs) on to nitrogen fixation in the sky. What is that? So, um, okay, so let's talk about – now, what happens with gardeners, Amber, is because they're outdoors, they love the outdoors. So when something like a big storm comes through, it's not just the storm chasers outside, it's the gardeners. (laughs) And if I could – I, so I stood outside watching the whole thing. It was just – of Amazing. So I was at this stage where I thought, bugger it, I'm going to get in the car and go up to King's Park. And then the house across the road just got hit with one of those <gasps> bolts of lightning and I thought, oh, I'll just put my gum boots on. and I'll, <laughs> I'll earth myself. I'll earth myself. Uh, and I actually stood under the veranda because then it started to pour with rain. But uh, the other thing that, the storm chasers and people watching the storm last night, I don't know if people know or not, but last night there were red sprites. <gasps> now, red sprites is what happens above the cloud, like way above the cloud, all that electrical activity, and someone caught it on a video and it's on a Facebook. You've got to see the red sprites that occurred last night. Unbelievably exciting. So now what happens when there's a, a big thunderstorm and you get rain afterwards, people get up in the morning and they go, oh, my God, the grass looks greener. And are you yes. mad? No, you are not. No. You are not mad at all. And, yes, your grass, all the leaves, all the plants in your garden will look greener. So the reason is this is called – so we have – so the atmosphere is made up of 78% nitrogen. Get out. 78% nitrogen. I'm so excited. This is why I love storms. So, so what occurs is a thing called atmospheric nitrogen fixation. This is what we, this is what we were watching so live last night. So what happens? So you've got all this nitrogen in the atmosphere. So the molecules of nitrogen are tightly, tightly, tightly bound together and our plants can't make use of it because they're bound together. And when you get massive electrical lightning, it is the only thing that has a force strong enough to split (gasps) those molecules. Then those molecules are free to dance around and then they link onto oxygen molecules. Okay, so they join up with the molecules and then that makes a compound called nitrogen dioxide, which is an available form for plants. So these nitrates are gathered in with the the water, the raindrops, and then they come down to our gardens carried by the rain and they put all that nitrogen which is now available because the molecules have bonded with oxygen and they fertilise the garden. You're listening to Roots and Shoots with Amber Cunningham and known physicist Sabrina (laughs) Hart. It's just... Unfortunately, took a swig of water. I know. I am blown so away, not excited. only by that information, but that information is stored in your beautiful head mm. and you were able to deliver it so succinctly. I have ma- absolutely made the observation that the lawn is greener after mm. a big dump yep. like that and there's yep. a reason for it. It's not yep. my imagination. It's not your imagination. My goodness. It is so exciting. And, you know, when you go out in a storm and you're there in all the lightning and the thunder. Naked. No, I had gum boots on. Um, <laughs> Just your wellies? So if She's anyone not telling. not telling. If anyone last night 
was up at Kings Park watching that storm. Can you please ring me? Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, ring us. I ring mean, us. us. Tell us about it. Ring, ring us on on Roots and Shoots, and it would have been oh my god! It would have been as exciting as going to the Opera House in Paris. Oh, now next time there's a storm like that, I'm going to be as excited yep. as you. I was yep. just a little bit worried about getting to sleep. We actually have an update. Do you remember the uh, the purple tomatoes of last week? Oh, I yes. would venture just to say were they black almost. Misty in Bridgewater in the Adelaide Hills. Aha. Uh-huh. Misty? Hello, Misty. Hello. 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 Tell us about your purple tomatoes update. Uh, so the main part of the tomato plant has actually died. Oh. So Suffered a munting. we have had warm weather yeah. this week. Yeah. And I just don't think I've watered enough. But I do have a new shoot that's about five centimetres long. So yep. it looks now like a... Uh, seedling, yeah, just coming off the side. So, yep. can you tell me what I need to do, please? Okay. So uh, now, unless that, I want you to pinch the tip out of that, Misty. Yes. Just take the tip out, um, and then you probably need to stake it straight away. And then, what I want you to do is, I want you to spray it with mancozeb. Okay. Now that's going to ward off all sorts of things that you might get later on. Okay. You probably only need to do that once. Um, they do love liquid fertilizer, but get a good quality one that's got min- trace minerals in it as well, because you've got to make sure that you get enough calcium to them. So we'll go go juice to that. Perfect. Perfect. I've got that. Marvelous. Beautiful, Misty. Is that does that sort it out for you? Yes. Um, and you were saying that you're wondering if it was a chili plant. Mm. No, it's it's definitely a tomato plant. Definitely I a tomato. Yeah. Oh, marvelous! That is wonderful. Well, let's hope that little side shoot brings you great wonder. Misty, Can I thank ask another question. No, Misty, no. <laughs> it's, honestly, the queue is so big, but we'll speak to you next week. Paul in Port okay. Kennedy. Paul, 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 Paul. Well, there you are. Paul in Port Kennedy. Hello, fig tree question. Photos on the screen. Oh, scale. Where Do you know? It's there. It's over there. It's there, okay. Okay. Yep. Um, now, this year, Amber, the scale on fig trees has <gasps> been. Unbelievable. They look like barnacles, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Now, I reckon it's yeah. to do with the warmer winter, Paul. And yeah. so each one of those little hard-bodied pearl scales will have at least 100 eggs underneath. Now, I yeah. have found the most – it's going to be 40 degrees today, so you can't use any of the oils, any of the fatty acid potassium soaps, Um the most effective way of getting rid of those scales is to get – and your, your tree doesn't look too big. Get out there with a scrubbing brush and a bucket of soapy water and scrub it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, the, the, the fig's still – I've just been scraping the barnacles off and yeah. still eating them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Food. You can still eat the fig That's if you don't yeah. eat the skin. In fact, you can eat scale. Um it won't. Yeah, it right. yeah they're, cause they're quite sweet. They have honeydew in them. Um, but it's, honestly, scrubbing is the best go, I reckon. No worries. Yep. Hey, Sabrina. Yeah. In regard to cats, right? Yeah. The cats are coming over knocking off my native fledglings, all my little <gasps> native birds, my little chicks learning how to fly. What 
what can I do to get new help get new laws passed in WA to, to stop these cats twenty four seven just wandering into my house and doing what they want? Okay, so the you can get cat traps from your council. Yeah, but then I'll be at I war know. with the neighbours because I live on a loop. Uh, well, the thing is, okay, I know, but they are destroying the habitat that you have, so you can be really lovely and kind and nice and talk to your neighbours. You can capture the cats and um, take them back in a cage to the neighbours and say, your cat has just killed all my fledglings, you might want to put a a catio in. We all need to. We all need to lobby. It's not the local councils; it's the state government, Paul. So, mm-hmm. and I, I love cats. I think they're beautiful. I don't own one. Never would because of my garden. One, but. Um, but but cat owners have to be as responsible as dog owners, and you yeah. you need to keep them. We have to lobby our state. We have to lobby the politicians. It's not up to the councils. It's up to us. We've got to keep the, the pressure on. Yep. Yeah, we, what, what, what can I do uh, apart from all that? Can okay, I, find out who your local member is and start lobbying him, her, right. them, them, I'll they, or whatever they may be called yeah, now. Monday I'll be in there, yeah. Good man. Thanks, Paul. Good on you. Now, a couple of texts. Mm. Joe asks, how can you make a frangipani have more branches? Ah, you need time, Joe. So if you have got a, uh, say, a cutting and it's just a stick, you've got to let it grow for a few years and then you cut its head off. But you need to give it three years. So as soon as you cut a frangipani, it will get twin It'll grow twin shoots from that cut. But you can't do it. Everyone's so impatient with frangipanis. Why is my frangipani not flowering? Well, you only got it from a cutting a year ago, so it won't. So frangipanis need time to develop. They must develop a root system and they can't give you anything up the top until they've got it all on the bottom. <laughs> yes, yes, I know how that feels. I've got a lot on the bottom. Thank you for that, Joe. Hope that helps. Now, uh, Andy says, sorry to break the myth, but an expert on lightning strikes was interviewed on the radio, where, of course, everything is true. Mm. And he said, rubber sole shoes, e.g. wellies, oh. make no difference and are no help if you're struck by lightning. Yeah, I mean, lightning's pretty foul. Foul, it, foul it, pull force. It, it is. It's a foul pull force. And um, it is interesting... Uh, when you hear people that have been struck by lightning and have survived. And there was a man that was interviewed probably about 20 years ago. He had been struck by lightning three (gasps) times, three times. Anyway, I felt... And lived? And lived, lived to tell the tale. He's a superconductor. He is. is. But anyway, when I put my wellies on... I felt better. <laughs> Going, I think, let's go I, from Wellies to <laughs> Shelley. Hello, Shelley. How you doing? Hi. How you going? Yeah, good, Shelley. First time um, caller, long time listener. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It was very spare at the moment. I'm out the front watering these plants at the moment. I thought, oh, stop it. I'm just going to oh, <laughs> bring in. Um, That's all right. We say worse <laughs> on here. I have a picture of your, um, is it a grevillea? 
Well, I think it's some sort of grevillea. Yeah. yeah. And they've, no, they're three. I've got three of them that are the same. And yeah. they're supposed to have those beautiful half red type flowers on them. Yes. You know, that come out of yes. half, half the stem. We yeah. put them in after we did the fence about March last year. And mm-hmm. they just keep looking like this. Now, you're in Mandurah. Um, yeah. And I would suggest that they are not enjoying the soil type very much. No, that's what I'm thinking. Oh. Yeah. Have you got a bore, so, Shelley? No, 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 we haven't. Okay, so normal water. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would think that. I don't think it's enjoying the soil type. Yeah. Okay. Is it happening to all of them, Shelley? Yeah, there's three of them in a row. Yeah. And so we're on a like an island, so it's pretty much reclaimed and then compacted, a little oh, bit of dirt on top, then right. it's all compacted. Yep. But, I mean, I've got other things growing, other grevilleas that look really happy Yeah, yeah, it's just that, area. yeah, it is some, some grevilleas, Shelley, do not like yep. alkaline soil. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I know it's sad. There's a there's a beautiful one called Coastal Special or something like that. Do you know what I reckon you could do? Special. Do you know what I reckon you could do, Shelley? No. Move. No, don't no. move. It's beautiful <laughs> down there. <laughs> no, no, just change the grev. I'm just trying to help. Just change just change your grev. That's all. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Rather than go for another year, I might no, just pull them out. Just pull them out, put in. a different one yeah. in. Yep. Shelley, yeah. thanks from that. From Wellies to Shelley to Bo <laughs> in the Wheat Belt. Bo, hello. Hello. What's going on with you, young man? Um, you got a blueberry tree. Yeah, I got a blueberry tree. Ooh. How's it going? Um. <laughs> Not really great. Oh, what's do you know? Can you describe how is it? Does it look sick? Well, it has not, it only has two leaves. Oh dear, is it in a pot, Bo? Yeah, and the blueberries are very small. Oh, okay. So, so Bo, the, the thing you have to do with blueberries is you're going to have to get some powdered sulfur and sprinkle that around the top of the pot because they like a slightly acidic soil. So that will turn the soil, that'll lower what's called the pH, um, so make it better for the blueberry. Then I want you to get a wetting agent and some compost and mix that in the top of your blueberry pot and water it really, really well. And your blueberry bow has to be in a protected area away from the hot easterly wind, so somewhere where it's protected from the wind and it only likes a little bit of morning sun, no afternoon sun. Have you got somewhere there you could put it, move it to, bow? Yeah. Okay, I think you might have to... Move it. it. Well, it probably won't die, Bo. If you do all those things, the wetting agent, the compost, water it really well and then put it in a more protected spot where it doesn't get, you know, hit by the hot wind, it's going to be much happier. Can you use sheep bags and wool? <laughs> yeah, wool is... Wool is sensational for everything. Now, the problem with sheep dags is they're alkaline. So you can use the sheep dags if you put them in a bucket of water and soak them really, really, really well for half a day and then put them on top 
of the pot, but you'll still have to use compost and wetting agent and sulphur. Yep. Hey, Bo, are you going to be in year seven, year two this year? Yep. Oh, are you having a lovely school holidays? Yep. So what's your favourite thing that you've done? Work with Dad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dad. Hey, hey, Bo. When your dad's yeah. out there getting wool, do you know wool is the best thing for your garden? You can use it on absolutely everything and in the bottom of the planting hall. And you can put that wool on top of your blueberry pot. It will love it. Yep. Amazing. Bo, thank you so much for calling in and good luck with your blueberry. Faye in Kingsley has a bromeliad. Is it munted? That's the question. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi, hi. Uh, yeah, I have a, I think it's called a giant bromeliad or bromeliad imperialis. Yes. And it's flowered first time, um, like 15 years. Right. I've sent you through, I've sent you through a photo. Right. And, um, and I just don't know how it, what to expect. I've just sort of Googled it and it says it only flowers once every 15 to 20 years. And then I think it dies, but I don't know how it reproduces. Because no, it no won't p- die. No, no, they don't die. Okay. okay. So, mm-hmm. so, um, eh, so you don't need to worry about that. It, okay. it doesn't flower very often, but it's not going to die. Oh. So, um, thought, you know, like the other bromeliads, they sort of the main one dies off, and the no, the, is it no, no, no. okay. Um, so you can cut that the flowering stem off when it finishes flowering. Uh, oh, but it won't die. Oh, okay. it shouldn't die. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so then, so where do the so it will just in another what umpteen years I get another flower or? Well, it depends um, very much on the climate. I mean, they're all flowering really well at the moment. So there's something about the the weather um, that they've really loved. I mean, it, it may flower again next year or. Oh. Okay, mm. because that, yeah, that spike at the moment must be at least a metre. Yeah, it's tall. fantastic. Huge. Now yeah. you you will you, you should eventually see some pups coming somewhere off the side, and then you propagate it oh. from that. You can also oh. grow it from seed, but you need to be quite young. No. Yes, no, I don't think I'll put that on my to do list. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, Faye, thanks for that. Thanks very much. Thanks, Faye. It is that time again. It is Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. Well. Except that I muscled in on it, didn't I? Yeah, I well. Thought, I want to turn. I, I think it's nice because, you you know, this is just your fourth week. I think it's nice that we let you have a bit of a shot at a... At a at a track, um, and of course, the rule being, you have to be able you to dance. You have to be able to, to dance. Look, and I just did a U-turn mm. uh, in the last couple of minutes because I feel that you don't want to dance too quickly today mm. in mm. this level of heat. We've spoken to someone about the That's dangers true. of heat stroke. Yeah, uh, and also, I'm just so excited to share with and perhaps get everyone's opinion on this new artist. Well, I've just learned about them. They're not that new. Been around since 2019. If Roy Orbison, Johnny Cash 
and Elvis mm. had a baby, Ooh. it would be Orville Peck. Okay. And so I want to take us somewhere in our imaginariums mm. where we are on a horse. We are cowgirls. We Yee-ha. are wearing chaps. <laughs> we have got cute boots on. We're out on the plane. We're heading for a canyon. Yeah. And we're listening to Orville Peck. Can Let I have long you... boots? You can, can have long boots. With you can have lots fire of, boots lots, if you like. Lots of sparkly stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, I was thinking. And a belt, a belt with a big thingy, big yes. buckle on it. Yes. Okay, I'm in. I'm and in. fringes I'm on, on the horse. your jacket. Yep, I'm on that bra. horse. Yeah, bra fringes. <laughs> this is Orville Peck. Sabrina, we have divided the audience. <laughs> Vince got one is not happy. Though. Vince is not happy. Nah. Vince says, please make it stop. <laughs> uh, Lynn says, two types of music I hate, country and western. Country and western. Gary appears grateful. Somebody else says, wow, amazing voice. Great choice for your song. Regards, Wayne. Mm. Thank you, Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeehaw, Ian from Maitland. <laughs> Sabrina and I imagined that we were dancing, slow yeah. dancing with a, yeah. a hot cowboy. Yeah. And uh, in yeah, our hot, was in fun. our hot gear. Here we go. Now, Michelle in Byford. Oh, my God, Amber's dance track. I'd listen to this gorgeous, gorgeous oh. voice. Read the phone book. Same. So he has a beautiful boy voice. Have I, have you heard of Buckle Bunny? No, I haven't. Of a, have you heard of a Buckle Bunny? I don't know what a Buckle Bunny is. Could be like a, I don't know. Well, someone said that's your first and final oh, pick. Oh, here's a good idea. No, maybe Chris Isaac, not this uh-huh. fella. Gillian Wan, what is it, Wandy? Wandai. Mm. Uh, Kaya, Amber and Sabrina, love, love musical pick of the week. Swaying and gentle dancing oh. around my house. Who is the artist? His name is Orville Peck. It's actually his nom de song. Not his actual name. And he performs wearing a mask with a fringe. So he's got like um, phantom eye patches with a kind of gold fringe hanging down on it. So we'd never see his face. And this is the one that I found on the uh, Architectural Digest YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Where, where, Where new musicians hide to surprise me. I don't know. What do you reckon? Should we now, go back? I think that's I, a win. I, I, now, I have to tell you, I just got a text message from my bro. From, from your my, bro. My little brother. So he's you working up siblings, at, I've got you? Yeah, I've got three brothers and mm-hmm. a sister. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's working at Roy Hill, Brad Hahn is my brother. Oh. And he's in a ute. Now, he likes... He likes country. Is that called country and western? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he likes it. So you've got the thumbs up from him. Um, so Brad, why don't you come and see me sometime? Yeah, Brad, lay the guilt on. That's yeah. right. Call your sister on the radio yeah. statewide. She can shame anyway, you. Anyway, he's a top fella, and I want everyone to make him feel special because he's my brother and he's my little brother, even though he's about six foot three. Um, I'd love to meet him. Hello, Brad. Next hello, time you're Brad. in Perth, let me know. Come and visit, please. In case you didn't know it, you are listening to Roots and Shoots with uh, Sabrina Hahn and her sidekick, <laughs> um, her little cowgirl sidekick. Shall we go to some calls? No, Mrs. I want you to read out the one about the song, uh, the the what someone said about your song that 
involves a horse. Oh. That was that? clever. But Linda in Brabham says, first time I've danced, first time I've shazammed a track. Oh. So to all you haters, <laughs> all you poo-pooists, as I'm, my mother would call you. Oh, yes, I remember the horse. You know, the it was horse the first one. Text in. Yeah, the first one. Where is one. it? Uh, 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 okay, getting there. It was very funny. We're getting there. It's William's text. Where are you? Coming up, coming up. Please make it stop. Uh, I can listen to him all day. Here it goes. Yep. Peak of the week. Sounds like something you'd calm Dobbin with before you send him to the knackery. <laughs> William. <laughs> Text of the day, uh, I think, goes to William. Yeah, so. I reckon that's very clever, William. Yep. Mm. There we go. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed it. And, you know, occasionally you do have to dance slowly. I want people to dance more. People don't dance very much. I have this irrepressible thing when I hear live music. I can't just sit or stand or whatever. It's highly embarrassing for the children because I just <laughs> let rip. I don't care. Um, it's not going to happen in your heart and a dance in your booty. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, get, get me, it out of you. I'm going to get me a pair of them there cowgirl boots. Actually, I'm going to Wagga now. Hey, I should be able can to we do an OB me. where we get to dress as cowgirls? Can we oh, get our heads together yeah. on that? I really want to do that. Yep. Here we go. Is a buckle bunny the same as a badge bunny, as in a country and western fan? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> who is free with? Ooh. Okay, Sandy. Ooh, I'll, check, I'll check that out. I like my new job and uh, I've already <laughs> put it at great risk this morning. <laughs> I might, um, I think we should probably go to some calls. Everyone's looking up Buckle Bunny now. Everyone is looking up Buckle Ooh. Bunny. Just know that I didn't start it. wasn't mm. me. Mm-mm. It was you. Michael mm. Bayswater Sunflowers. Tell me about them. Um, yeah, I tried to uh, germinate some sunflowers. I got, used the same potting mix and got some mulberry to germinate. Yeah. They just just sit there and not do anything. Keep them watered. Uh, it's just general potting mix. Where'd you get your sunflower seeds from? Just uh, pack it at Bunnings. Oh, okay, so you've got a packet. Um, mm. Okay, so you'll see that sunflower seeds, Michael, have a really hard outer casing. Yep. So sometimes you need to just put, run the tip of it under a nail file, over a nail file, or a piece of a piece of sandpaper, fine sandpaper, just so the moisture gets inside the seed to help the seed to germinate. Yeah. Because the seed's inside the husk. Yeah. Um, okay. Or you um, pre-treat them and soak them. How long have they been in the potting mix for? About three weeks. <laughs> oh, oh, right. I tell you what. I've got um, more in the pot so I can put other ones in, but I'll try the sanding bit. Yeah, try the sanding or the soaking before you put them in the ground. The sanding works really well. Get your little nail file out or your piece of sandpaper um, and do that and then then put them in. With the mulberries, they're still in the little seedling thing. What should I do with them next? Okay, so... Yeah, so you it's called pricking them out. You prick them out when they're little seedlings. So, you know, when they're about 10 centimetres, between 5 and 10 centimetres high, and then you pot them up into individual little pots. You've got to be really... separate one's yes. got like about three stems? Yes. Do I have to separate yes. them all out? Yes, you okay. do. Yep. Very carefully. Yep. Yep. 
And Michael. you told me a few years back to get the reciprocating saw to that orange tree, and it's still blooming every year and fruiting. Uh, Three questions for the price of one, Michael. <laughs> You're on notice. People are waiting. There you go. See, never be frightened to prune, Michael, is my motto. Michael, thank you for that. We're going to Caro in City Beach. She has a date palm. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Amber. I'm just calling about a date palm Mm -hmm. that is very mature, like it's probably 30-plus years old. I've got two of them, and one of them is just completely in decline. Um, The fronds have fallen off, but the new growth is probably three fronds and they they get to about a metre and they just fall out and it's not good. I've I've, um, composted, um, I have manured, I have put uh, MPK. No, that's not going to do anything. None of of that. None of that's going to do a thing, unfortunately. (laughs) Now, when the leaves first come out, do they go all like frizzle? No, 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 they just grow upward. It's just a centre that's producing leaves now going upwards and then as they bend over in the traditional shape, they just fall out. Okay, so your date palm is buggered. What happens with them is unless you can get an arborist up the top there, I would suggest that it's rotting at the mm-hmm. very top. Now, what happens with palms is when the central stem goes, the whole palm dies. Okay. So if it's rotted down, have you got any how, – how tall is the palm? Uh, say nine metres. If you eight, eight really – It's very, very tall. Yeah. See, it's – Now, let, let's say eight metres. It would okay. be eight metres tall. Yeah. If you have – if you know someone that's got a drone, if you could send a drone up there so you can see what the centre of the palm looks like. But if the central part is dying, there's – it's basically cactus. Okay. Mm. Okay. Get a drone. Well, get someone that's got a drone and send a drone up to have a look. Okay. Surely the kids will know someone with a drone. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Caro. Now, uh, thanks, Carrot. Now, mm. if we were to imagine a scale where buggered and munted oh, are yeah. on it, yeah. how close together are they? Okay, so buggered would be that's that means that it's got only one chance out of ten of surviving. If you munted, you can recover fully. Is munted about in the middle? Like if this is a health scale? No, munted's fairly, no, lower than the middle. Okay, so, so we've got you, buggered. Yeah. And munted. munted. And we need some more words to put in, on our scale. Well, which maybe our sure listeners we'll could help. That's what I'm asking with, for. With that scale. That's good. We could have the roots and shoots scale yes. of of illness. So buggered is where you're not coming back. Fully sick has to be on there. Oh, fully sick. <laughs> fully sick. Fully sick, mate. Is fully <laughs> sick dead? No, I think fully sick um, is – oh, no. Well, uh, the, the other thing that you could say is uh, – she she's proper dead. Okay, proper, proper dead. Proper dead is yeah. like we've got to be proper dead at the bottom. Not coming back. Yeah, I've yep. got. I'm drawing. You know, like that fire danger wheel. Yes. <laughs> for anyone who's think anyone who's a graphic designer out there and would like to draw, what what do we call it? The illness scale. Yeah, but we have to come up with a better scale. no better name than that. Yeah, that's what? not that's not, not very creative. Should we go to these lovely people? We have a picture on screen. Oh, Nola, uh, Nola, Nola sent us a Nola. Where are you? There you are. Uh, Nola, hello. So, hello, hello, Nola. Have you now, sent us a picture of a, a, a plant in a pot or of a passion fruit? Yeah. 
plant in a pot. Plant in a pot. Yeah. Okay. But first, Amber. Yeah. Give back the duty of song of the week, dance song of the week to, to Sabrina, please. <laughs> Who let you through? Oh, no. no. Come Did on. You sneak through <laughs> with that. You got past my gatekeeping Molly Bear over there uh, to be mean to Molly me. Molly and I. Molly and I are mates from way back. Ah. Now, listen, um, the, 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 it's the pot, the Duranta, it's a white one. Yeah. And I got it as a stick from the big green shed it was sick as. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. Sick as. That's a good one. Sick, sick as. as. Yeah, I like that one. That's going on the sick scale. As. Yep. I would like to make it into a standard. Is that possible? Absolutely. Now, uh, now it's got three. It, it comes. Yes. You so you're going to have to decide which you want as your major stem, and you're going to have to prune all the others off. Hit a brick. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we can't put that in the scale. So no. Um, so okay. So you've got three. One, two, three, four sort of stems. There's one yep. that's the most right, upright. Then. That is going to be your main. You're going to cut everything off. Not today because it's hot as buggery. That'll be on the scale. Um, uh, And you're going to stake it. You're going to cut its head off a little bit, tip prune it, take all the other side branches off, stake it, tie it, um, and then that's going to be your main leader. All right, so in the picture, yeah. the one that's coming to the right yes. looks like it's the one I can stand up the most. Okay. But the one at the back is yep. thicker. Thicker? Thick. <laughs> thicker, as in fully thicker. As for, no, 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 thick, no, as in thick, as in dumb as. Like me. Um, okay, yes. so... Um, okay, so the thickest, strongest one, that's what you want to be your leader. Okay. And ditch all the others. Not today. Do it when it cools down. Yep. All right. So sort of autumn? Should I do that? Oh, no, no, no. Like next week. Oh, okay. All right. Don't dilly-dally now, Nola. No (laughs) dilly-dallying. Taking the shears to it. (laughs) I mean, even though you have no taste in music, Nola, I'm grateful (laughs) that you rang to say hello. (laughs) Uh, Peter from Dawesville has called. Hello, Peter. You've got a passion fruit issue. Yes, I, I have. I just want Sabrina to confirm that it is a passion fruit. And it, it definitely is. I'm looking at the is. picture you sent. Yeah. Now, uh, is it not actually developing fruit? It, it does have some fruit on. One's actually fallen off, and I've just cut it while you were talking to the previous girl. Yeah. And if, if I'd done that, I would have known that it was a passion fruit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I've grown Nelly Kelly before, and this one's quite different. Right. Thick, round, very round shape. Right. But it is a passion fruit. Yeah, it's definitely a passion fruit, Peter. No problem, no worries there. It's definitely a passion fruit. Lovely. You were talking to someone a week or two, some time back, about another vine that looks like a passion fruit, um, and it's a real pain in the. Oh, yes, yes, yep. So So that's what's caused me to call you and send the photos. (sighs) Oh, thank you. Thank you, Peter. Now, you definitely have a passion fruit vine there. Right. Thanks very much. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Peter. Now, someone has asked, Gavin has asked, Mm. where on the illness scale would rooted Rooted be? That's pretty well if it's rooted. (sighs) 
depending no. on which way you look at no, it. No, see, I would use that on the illness scale. I would say rooted is pretty pretty much near fully dead. <laughs> We've got stuffed and cactus have yeah. come through yep. as well. Yep, yep. Keep those uh, suggestions coming in. Mm. Oh, Gloria says, just want to support Amber. You're doing a fine job. What's wrong with the grumpy begrat? Thank you, Gloria. Oh. The- I, I had I had visions of a slow waltz with a cowboy when I was, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, well, now that we know what buckle bunnies are, I think yeah. I have, I, have um, I had <laughs> back in the day <laughs> potential <laughs> to be a buckle bunny. And, you uh, swung think, those tassels around, did I think you, girl? I should probably move on for everyone's benefit. Swing Paul. those tassels. Paul's got a fig tree. How's your fig Hello, tree, Paul? Hi, how are you going? Very well. That's great. Yeah, I've got a fig tree. I did try to send a couple of photos oh, okay. uh, to you, right. but they, they didn't get there. Um, basically, the leaves are curling. Yep. Uh, some are yellow. Yep. And there's look like to be white dots on them. Um, are they and, are they hard white dots? Uh, I'll just see if they are. Yep. And if you can scratch those white dot white dots off with your fingernail, they're not hard. They squash. Oh, they squash. And they look uh, they look red or brown. Perfect. And yes, if I um, if I scrape them off, they come off. Yes. Okay. So you have scale, which is a sap sucking insect. And that top Mm -hmm. bit, the scale bit, is like their little helmet that protects the little sucker that's underneath Mm -hmm. it. So in hot weather, you can't use any of the oils. You can use a high pressure hose and a scrubbing brush, depending on the size of the tree. So you can high pressure hose the scale off. Right. You've got to find out how close you can get to the tree to have enough force to blow them off but not mm-hmm. remove all your leaves. Right. Um, or you can scrub them off and when it cools down you can use a potassium soap or you can use right. an oil-based spray. But you cannot use those once temperatures are above 33 degrees. Right. Um, it's not on all the, the scale. Oh, uh-huh. I was going to say they're not on all the leaves, but now some you've of looked them on the back of the leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They usually harbour underneath so. where the birds can't pick them off. Ah, okay. Because mm. um, a couple I'm looking at are on the surface. Um, um, sort of, I can see them on the yeah. side. They're not underneath. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So oh, high pressure hosing scrub or scrubbing. Yep, the old scrubbing brush. Like in the olden days. Paul, thank you for that. I think we should probably go to a couple of tests. Yes. There's a woolly bush that's yes. got a problem here. Okay. All right. Uh, says Hayley. Can you please suggest the best soil preparation for a Christmas woolly bush? Thank you so much, Hayley, from Esperance. Okay. So in Esperance, you're going to need clay and you're going to need a little bit of compost, not a lot of compost. So for a standard tree that you're putting in the ground, say you've got a laundry bucket, you want the laundry bucket half full with compost and then another quarter of it you're going to put clay, you're going to mix that up together, some slow-release fertiliser, wetting agent, boop, in the hole it goes. Uh, and we had one from Sam, didn't we? Who we, Sam, we like to look after gone? Sam oh, from Jero. Oh. Sam wanted something about worm. Oh, here we are. Um, so, uh, can you use the undilated worm juice on fruit trees? You certainly can. 
He said, oh, we should go back to opera music. We will, we will, we will. So, um, so undiluted worm juice, don't use it on your veggie straight, but you can certainly put it around your fruit trees. No worries, Sam. Uh, how about the HSIT scale? How stuffed is it? Scale from Murray? <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. That is perfect. See, our listeners always come up with the goods. They do. Uh, so somebody, someone has suggested the scale goes fully sick, jolly green giant, all good, she'll be right, munted, yeah, nah, mulch it, burn it, move house, change suburb. <laughs> I think that that is genius. It's very succinct. Not everyone is happy with our use of the words rooted and munted and buggered, yeah. um, and I think that's perhaps comes from an overhang from days gone by when buggery used to mean what it something meant. entirely different. And I think perhaps if that word offends you, maybe mm. it's got more to do with you than it has to do with the uh, Roots and Shoots audience. Yes. Now Tanya says, "Good morning, ladies. I have some sunflower seeds, and was wondering when is the best time to plant them. Also, do I need anything to do anything to prepare the soil?" Cheers, Tanya from Kawarama. Okay, so Kawarama, you wouldn't need bit of bit of compost um you can plant them right now go on now there you go today today but you be careful have lots of water hydrate go and have a cot shower i'm very yeah, worried yeah, about yeah. everyone stay indoors and be cool maybe leave it till this evening i have to go and do a two-hour consult after oh, this i'm sorry for you but what? i've got to tell you though sab looks amazing today she's wearing Ooh. a very Ooh. cute um denim skirt Ooh. she has her knees on yep got she has on, on a pretty cute pair of shoes yeah. on which on toes she has mm. dropped a limestone block on yeah. one of them it's all black it is <laughs> it's munted <laughs> it's munted yeah sure unfortunately is. i don't think we've got time for any call so let's go oh. through uh here we go the roots and sco- shoots scale of plant mortality i like that low oh, to high seedy yeah. sickly pretty dismal on its way out Turning up its toes. Stuffed, buggered cactus pushing up Daisy. Oh, I like the pushing up Others Daisy. Others are a bit too rude. Oh, there you go, Teresa and Ian. That was a team effort. Oh, thank um, you. That was brilliant. I suggest some words for the lower end of the six scale, feverish, poorly, under the weather, from Sarah in Mount Hawthorne. I like that. I like the under the weather. Yes, that, poorly. that's polite. <laughs> poorly. Now, uh Norm in Woodvale, I yes. knew we had a grasshopper issue, but now I see why. We are breeding them. Found these on our magnolia bush. Oh, no. no I've got to try and find that now. Well, click on that. I can't. It doesn't work. Yeah, there, it hello. Does. There it goes. Oh, wow. Yes. What a good photo. Nymphs. You have nymphs. Um, okay, Norm, you've got nymphs. Nymph- Norm's got nymphs. So, um, so... It's really hard killing grasshoppers um, and crickets and things when uh, it looks like it's... I would shake it in a bucket of uh, soapy water, get those little... Do you know what? If you had wattle birds, they would go bazonkers on those crickets. Wattle birds love crickets and Go and get a wattle bird. Get several of them. Down at the shops. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we are coming up to the top of I know. Hour. Sabrina Hahn, this is... <laughs> Never, not just a massive amount of fun for us. I was saying to Molly earlier, when I see that it's heading towards nine o'clock, I get so excited that I get to spend an hour with this incredible human being, Sabrina Hahn. Thank you so much for your great service to our audience on a weekly basis. Pleasure. It's coming up for news time. We'll see you next weekend. Bye-bye. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.